Hey, welcome to the Morning Mix podcast. Uh, we learned this morning many people have been injured while kissing. Someone's actually popped their eardrum. Yeah. Like what? Intense. Wow. That's an intense kiss. I don't know that I'm ready for that. We also found out that John Hamm appears in the show uh, Good Omens. Mm-hmm. Nikki watched it last night, and he is naked. He is just a just a box. Yes. Oh, they man. had to use a long lens. Yes. To try to get it all. So we posted the photo at 1019 Mix Chicago on Facebook. I encourage you to go check it out there. And then we asked, "What's in the box?" Wrong answers only. Oh, and they all were good. Uh, and there's a lot of a lot of ham bone a suggestions. Lot of ham hock in that thing. Watch out. That and much more right now on the Morning Mix podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You go to college, though, you got to bring all the staples. Kraft Mac and Cheese is doing the Lord's work. This is amazing. For $29.99 right now on Amazon, you can get a 30-pack, a 30, count them, 30-pack of Kraft Mac and Cheese Easy Mac Cups, including an all-in-one reusable silverware set, all for the low price of $29.99. That's one Easy Mac Cup per day for the first 30 days of college. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Helping you to ease into the transition of going to college. What was your, what is your go-to college staple? Coming in, uh, we've got 815 Ramen Noodles and Cheap Beer. Yeah. I think that's a good country song. Yes. We're, we're going to play that on Guaranteed, the next Music Club. It probably already is. Yeah. One. Hey, 847. Yes, indeedy. I know this one. I went to Illinois State. The college staple was DP Doe. DP Doe was a Calzone spot. Oh. And there's a few of them at some of the mm-hmm. campuses around all the... Oh, mama. DP Doe was so good. Yeah. Okay. You'd go in there late night with, you know, maybe a couple of pops and you'd go get like some pepperoni. Oh, my goodness. It was fantastic. Yeah. I I, want to see if somebody says this one, but if not, then I'll have one to throw in at the end that I think a lot of people probably would be familiar with. Okay. 847 Totino's Pizza Rolls. Okay. 312. Anything from the vending machine. It was that microwave burrito from a vending machine. Okay. Mm -hmm. Watch out. Watch out. You're going to have to have a good toilet. What? (laughs) Vodka and weed. 630. Swanee. Right. (laughs) You don't have to text us, buddy. You can just tell us. 319, my dorm room staple was Mountain Dew. Oh, I remember that. My buddies, they uh, survived on Blue Powerade. Yeah. That's all they drank was Blue Powerade in college. We'd go to Walmart, and they would get, like, each of them would buy a 30, like, pack of Blue Powerade. Uh, 847, I had an electric kettle. Warm oh. water, you could use it for all sorts of stuff. Teas, yep. noodles, all of it. Microwave tortilla and cheese rolls ups, uh, roll ups, sorry, with hot sauce packets dumped on top. Oh. That was really loud, sorry. The band got real close to the, the door. Like, what, what do you got in there? <laughs> sorry. 
<laughs> Hormel beanless chili and cheese whiz in the microwave. Wow, a lot of people s in their pants in that dorm room. Oh, totally. Can you imagine? 708, I had a tote bag, <laughs> my go-to college staple. 847, shower shoes. Remember oh, showering yeah. in flip-flops? We yep. did. If you have to shower in a community, like down the hall yeah. type shower, you don't want that MRSA. That's what we had to do, yeah. The flip-flops. <laughs> I think it's MRSA. Whenever you talk about MRSA, yeah. I think about Mensa, and they're right. very yeah, different they're so things. Close. Yeah. yeah, they're really close, but very far. <laughs> Mensa, they probably give them their own bathrooms. <laughs> they probably do. You're too they've, smart yeah. to They've earned it. Gross. They've done yeah. it. Yeah. Granola bars. 219. Yeah, yeah you got to have granola bars. Let's see. The cafeteria staple when I was a freshman was their vanilla soft serve ice cream cone along with Rice Krispies. Yes. I remember going into the cafeteria and seeing that machine and being like, you are telling me. Yeah. I can go up to that thing every night. <laughs> no, it's crazy. This is going to be insane. And you try that first cone. Yes. It's always a disaster because yeah, you're like, how much can I get yeah, on here? Let me here? see. And then they're like, you know, you can come back. No, no, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we also had uh, our cafeteria had... Uh, there was like a pasta area where they would go whip up really good pastas. And then there was the grill. And they'd, oh, it was, man, we didn't know what we had, guys. Yeah, right. We didn't know what we had. And finally, uh, probably the number one answer, also a lot of them going unused, condoms. Your oh, dorm yeah. room staple. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, you think you're going in. You're like, oh, I'm going to okay. need these, right, guys? Yeah. And then by Christmas, it's like, oh, I haven't opened these yet. Yeah. Oh, Let's put these back. <laughs> oh, Whip, did we hit your staple? What were you thinking of? No, my staple was a La Bamba burrito. Oh, my goodness. Which uh, they had at U of I, and I think they had at not only a bunch of the Big Ten schools, but also a lot of the schools, like I think ISU had a La we Bamba burrito. We do, yeah. Eventually, they put one in Chicago, which I don't believe is there anymore. Yes. Uh, but that was the be- still the best burrito I ever had in my entire life and I would go there I would literally make like a, a paycheck from my quote radio job and in go right to La Bamba of like twelve dollars yep. and I would bring the ent- I would go to the cash the check and bring the entire twelve dollars and get two burritos for myself and that was it was like a such a treat yes. yeah you got a text from a 708 at Illinois State we would get burritos as big as your head at La Bamba yep Update, they now sell sushi there. Really? Um, oh, that yeah. almost feels wrong. Different vibe. Yeah. Much different vibe. Very I never wrong. understood people that when they're drunk, they want sushi. It just yeah. seems to me to be the worst drunk food. Like, yeah. let me load up on raw fish. Yeah, yeah. that's a tricky one. That's a scary you do one. do that before. Mm-hmm. The one thing I wrote down, I don't know if you guys remember this, um, the four-cup coffee maker. Do you remember that little tiny oh, yes. baby? You, yes. mean, you think about it, it's kind of stupid, but Very like much. I, I remember like going and and be like, I want to get the green yeah. four cup. You know, a I'm not really making coffee, no. but it was just yeah. it was like you had to buy this, and it's the cutest little coffee maker. It's so silly. Yeah. You know what's funny about that coffee maker? I think a coffee maker for me was the thing where it was like I'm an adult. I have a coffee maker, right? Yeah. Like it makes two cups, four cups, yeah. whatever. And I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Wow, you guys like. My parents make coffee. Look at us. We were like right. the sophisticated <laughs> dorm room. Yeah, like, hold yeah, on. Yeah. Let me make you a cup of coffee. Yes. yes. <laughs> I want to say, I am surprised at this 610 text. A lot of people calling out Illinois State. I love it. And okay. somebody said Gumby's. Did oh, they have, we gum- had you have Gumby's? Gumby's pizza, right? Gumby's yes. pizza, we yes. That but they too. made those, was- those uh, Gumby's uh, garlic sticks, the cheesy sticks. Yeah. Yeah. Pokey bread. Pokey bread. It was cheap and delicious. I will. I thought it was delicious. It was cheap and good. And good. Enough. It was good enough. <laughs> yeah. And then I don't know if you ever did it, but we had a family once that ordered this like, it, they had one that was like three feet wide. Did uh, you work order. there? 
No, I never worked there. Oh, I thought you said that like we had a family that came in. Oh, and over- no, no, no. I'm sorry. A family, uh, like my friend's family oh, was it. in town. Got it. And you know when like your roommate's family would come to town, maybe the mom and dad would get pizza for yes, all of you? Yes, like yes. They did that. Oh, got it. Oh, it was crazy. Gumbies. Yes. Gumbies, man. Yeah, wow. Gumbies is where the party's at. Gumbies, Blimp- pokey sticks. Did you have blimp, uh, blimpy subs? Yes. Blimpy subs. Blimpy subs. I remember blimpy yeah. subs. We had Pancheros as big as your head. That was the yeah. burrito. Wa- Everyone has a dorm place yeah. that yeah. makes burritos as big as your head. I'm yeah. wearing a pair of Pancheros right now. <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> Look at that. This is crazy. Uh, well, this has been fun. I think we should all go back to college. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the Swanee's reminding us the show does end at 10. So, okay. <laughs> He's heard enough. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. Teachers, people are making crazy requests of you, specifically parents. For example, we just got a text from a teacher. I got an email once from a parent asking me to ask their daughter where the dog leash was. <laughs> Excuse me, could you just interrupt calculus yeah, really quick? Yeah. Check in with Alyssa and find out where the dog leash is. Thanks much. What? <laughs> that was like when Nikki's son texted her, Mom, where's the remote control? I've been looking for three hours. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm at work, man. I don't, like, I don't know. Me? Keep oh looking. Hey, Alexis, good morning. Good morning. Now, I don't want you to reveal too much if you don't want to, but can you at least tell us what grade level you teach? I teach pre-K. Okay, pre-K. We just started pre-K a week ago, so I'm I'm in the zone here. What, Alexis, did a parent request of you? Uh, their student had missed our Christmas play, and so after Christmas break, she had emailed requesting that I put our whole class back together and record the whole Christmas program for her and send it to her. I love that. What? <laughs> I love that. Like, hey, can you guys yeah. run that back and record it for me? So, Excuse me? Yeah, How do you respond to that? Was- like, hey, that's in. A, um, there's no way. We're, we're moving on. Yeah, you know, I just quietly ignored that one and pretend I didn't get it. I love it. I love it. Now, Alexis, how long have you taught pre-K? 13 years. Okay, Mm. great. So I've got a four-year-old. She just started. Is there anything I should be doing at home or anything I should tell her that would help her teach her out? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do I prep her? Oh, you know, you just play games at home and practice playing with play-doh and just being a kind person that's a good start to pre-k okay i got the play-doh so all right sounds mm-hmm. good thank you alexis i really appreciate that we got a lot of texts coming in from teachers right now uh at a conference i once had parents try and set me up on a date with their cousin okay, okay. a weird request for a teacher hang on yeah. I, was like, I don't know about that at a conference um, yeah i don't really hang on let's see here we had a parent come into the main office because uh their son was texting her during the open house like okay. he was texting her, hey, I'm come home. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, parent brought in bags, candy, and toys for me to make goodie bags to pass out for the birthday. Oh. So like, hey, here's all the stuff. Yeah. Can you just put each a little bit of each in a bag and give them to the kids? Thanks. I didn't have time to do it. Yeah. So but, you you can do it for me. Right, yeah. What are right, you doing? Right. Thanks. Uh, let's see. I was asked to slowly hit their child with my car so that their child would learn to cross the street and look both ways. That is not. This is what it says. Child it. Can you car. slowly get Would you mind? <laughs> Hang on a second. Did Johnny Knoxville text that? <laughs> 630, a parent once asked me if I could come to their house on Saturday because they were having trouble getting their kid to listen at home, and they wanted me to help them get him to listen at home. Yeah, so come on in Saturday. Can you swing sure. by? Hang on a second. All right, that's weird. Uh, let's see. Uh, last week, last week, I had a parent ask me that I make their kid stop pooping next to the potty and start pooping in it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're not in charge of aim. 
you know? Right. No, that's not uh, that's not the teacher's job. I had a teacher get, send me with Tylenol and ask me to give it to the kid every three hours. Yeah. I don't that's, think again, supposed, yeah, not your yeah, thing. Probably, you got to yeah, get a school know. nurse for that. If, yeah, also, rules. if I'm that teacher, I'm like, ah, oh, that's a lot of liability. Yeah, I'm not yeah, going to. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I'm moving on from that one. Uh, and finally, I had a pre-K teacher, uh, I'm sorry, parent, email me saying, hey, I'm sending my daughter to school with lotion. Please put it on her hands f- five times a day so that she doesn't get dry skin. Thank you. Okay. She said, by the way, the class was only half day. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a lot of lotion. Wow. <laughs> That's really? a lot of moist hands. My wow. goodness. The Morning Mix Podcast. High school, I had broken my nose playing basketball, but then my girlfriend had come over. And I was like, I'm not going to miss this opportunity to get a smooch and look past the swollen face. Good for her, fine, too. You know? She was yeah. able to look, look past her it swollen face. It was good for her. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, we got oh. to smooch, and then all of a sudden I felt a dribble, and I was like, what's that? And I left the room quickly to blood pouring out of my nose. And it was all because of that. What can you do, you know? I also like how you made it a dribble because it was originally a basketball injury. Come on. You can't this guy even help it. Here. Yeah. Man, this is crazy. <laughs> But it's happened to you as well. Hey, Brenda, good morning. Good morning. You had a kiss injury? What happened? I did. Um, I was at a wedding with a date, and we were started kissing and on the arm of a couch and thought it would be cool to, you know, fall back, and we did. And then I ended up with uh, my teeth went through my bottom lip on one side, and Whoa! I had to go get stitches. So that was oh, a bummer. No. That is a bummer. <laughs> that is a bummer. Brenda, how early into the wedding was this? Was this at the reception, like, early or toward the end of the night? I I can't remember. Yeah, I bet. Was, I, was I there bet. an open bar at this wedding? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Now, did you know this uh, gentleman caller? <laughs> I did know him, but that was the last date we went on. Yeah. Really? That was it. <laughs> yeah. That seems yeah. unfair. <laughs> do you still have a yeah. scar? I do. Yeah, I, I bet. do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, watch out. So Brenda's got a little scar tissue okay. left over. I do like that. You know, that's like a real movie moment. Like, oh, we'll just fall into the couch or fall into the bed together. And <laughs> my when, when people ask you about the scar, do you tell them the story outright, or do you just well, keep you that to yourself? No, you no, you can't really see it unless I stretch my lip. I can uh, feel it right now, but um, yeah. Know. All yeah. right. Now, are you currently in a relationship? Well, yes, I'm married. Okay. Oh. Has your partner ever noticed it and been like, hey, what's that little lump in there on your lip? <laughs> no. No? Okay, good. No. But he knows the story? Talking... Oh, no, he does not. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Well, guess who we have online, too, Brenda? <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. I feel like we've bonded so much, yeah, though, Brenda. Now you've told us something yeah. your intimates yeah. don't even know. Wow. What other secrets do you want to tell us that he doesn't know? <laughs> you got an account? You got some money somewhere? How much time do you have? Oh, oh Brenda. Oh, we got to hang on to Brenda's yeah, number. Yeah. Sure. All right, so Brenda thinks, oh, this will be romantic. We'll uh, tip back into the couch. Hey, Jennifer, good morning. Morning. You had a little kissing injury. What happened? So my partner and I, you know, just getting into smooching and everything, and <laughs> their nose got caught on my nose ring oh. and ripped my nose ring oh. out of my nose. <laughs> Are we talking about a like a ring or a stud? No, it's a stud. Okay. So her, their nostril got kind of like caught on it and just pulled it right out. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, was it wow. instant blood? Like instant, like you both are like, oh, my God. Because the stud yeah. almost seems worse than the ring. 100%. Right. Yeah, no, there wasn't blood. I mean, nowadays the nose rings, like the inner part that connects, you know, goes onto the little hook. It, they're, they're, suppo- they're made to where it'll just, you know. Flop out? 
come out freely. Yeah, so oh. you're not like, yeah, so it didn't like rip rip, but yeah. still it was yeah. like, oh my God, what did you yeah. just do? <laughs> now, <laughs> you're freaking out. <laughs> were you guys out in public or were you at somebody's place in private? No, nah, we were at home. Okay, great. Because nah. I would wonder, you know what I mean, yeah. if you're out yeah. we're at Buffalo Wild Wings, <laughs> right, you know, right, exactly. the Bears yeah. had scored a touchdown. Yeah. Mm. Oh, wow. interesting. Wow. Now, and you rip your nose ring out, you know? Oh. Did they give it back to you? Like, oh, here, sorry, this is yours. <laughs> well, yeah, because it kind of flung. So it was like, all right, we're going to go. we got to find this thing now. What the heck? Oh, no. And do you have a nose ring now? Did you go back to it? I do. I put it back in because I like it. So I'm like, yeah. well, you know, yeah. doesn't learn. Hey, yeah. now it's like, all right, let's be careful with the nose. You know? Right. Beauty's pain. Pain is beauty. Mm-hmm. You know what exactly. I mean? Kind of solved yeah. another mystery, at least for me personally. I always kind of did wonder about the back of a nose yeah. ring because I'm like, how do you get yeah. that yeah. back thing in there? It looks like you're picking your nose. Yeah, the whole time. It's got to go. It's comfortable. Exactly. Yeah, Jennifer, yeah. question. None of us have nose rings. So if you yeah. blow your nose really hard, does, it, does that thing pop out? <laughs> No. Okay, good. Or does a little bit of, uh, you know, if you have a cold, does it come out the hole? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm straining yeah. a noodle. I don't know. Oh. Okay, thanks, Jennifer. I appreciate that. This was, yeah. She's our nose ring expert now, she by did. the way. It's got exactly. a quick release. I, I had no idea. Knew. I didn't either. All good to go. And finally, hey, Kim, good morning. Good morning. Kim, this sounds like something that would happen in a Mr. Bean movie, uh, but you got injured while smooching. What happened? So I was in eighth grade uh, on my parents' couch with my boyfriend doing a little makeout session, hey. and I was a theater girl. Oh. So I the best kind. Let's go. In, but obviously, <laughs> um, threw my head back emphatically, like <laughs> take me now, Romeo. And. I smacked my head on the wall, and I must have hit it just right because a picture frame came (gasps) flying down, caught me smack on the nose, and broke my nose. Oh, my God. And scene. (laughs) Yeah. And in eighth grade, I was like, Oh no! What a performance! That is a Meryl Streep kiss, if ever there was one. And you had to explain what happened to the picture. Worthy for sure. Oh my gosh, I love it, Kim. Well, are you everything healed up all right after that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I survived. It healed. I had to go to school with a black eye and explain it, but yeah. you know, your greatest role ever. Your greatest role ever. <laughs> yeah, that's it. yeah for sure. That. The morning mix podcast. All right, it's time to go to a wedding, y'all. We're gonna get somebody hitched, and you get to that wedding, and you're all excited. You're sitting there. You're all dressed up, which is always fun. You know, you're seeing all your friends. Everybody's dressed. We're ready to go. Family. Maybe it's uh, your kids. And then they hit this song, and everybody stands up, and you turn around, and there's a bride, and she's coming down the aisle. Many people walk down the aisle, now they say, to different songs, because people want, according to this survey, nearly 70% of people believe they need to have more custom things in the wedding so that it's custom to them. And right? it's so much easier now, too. Yes. You can get any song. You, I mean, it's just it's easy, right there. Right? Yeah. So what was the song, instead of this one, that you came down the aisle to? Hey, Katie, good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you today? Oh, you know, fabulous. Now, um, I don't remember getting the invite, but had we been at your wedding, Katie, what song would we have heard you come down the aisle to? You would have heard very, uh, this is kind of tacky, but Trains Marry Me. 
This is not tacky oh, at all. Yeah. This, this is, is exactly lovely. why Pat Monahan wrote yes. it. He's like, you know what? I'm going to make so much money off this song from people exactly like you. Oh, here comes Katie. I mean, I don't remember paying him, but yeah, we definitely used it. <laughs> this is nice. People went out and bought the song after hearing 100%. it. hundred so percent. Sure. Somehow you you still helped well, them out. Can you imagine you're walking down the because aisle and your we uncle's shazamming? What was that, Katie? Right? But then when we were done, we walked back up to Journey's Don't Stop Believing." Oh, okay. 100%. So you came down so to train. I like right. that. I think it's perfect. That's like the rest of the journey right. after the wedding is exactly. the Don't Stop Believing" part. Were, were you by any exactly. chance born and raised in South Detroit? <laughs> uh, no, not quite. Northbrook. Oh, okay. Close <laughs> enough, though. Close enough. That wouldn't have rhymed. That What's your partner's name, right. Katie? What's your partner's name? Brian. Brian? Ladies and Brian, gentlemen, I present beat. I present to you Katie and Brian! <laughs> town girl! Born in Red Northbrook! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Alternate yeah. Alternate universe yeah, is what yeah. that was. Okay, so that's cute. Mm-hmm. They did trains, marry me. Let's take a whole different vibe. Hi, Mika. Good morning. Morning. Mika, I'm so excited for you. This is fantastic. What song? You didn't go traditional. What song did you walk down the aisle to, Mika? Uh, now That We Found Love by Heavy D. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, what a jam. Come what a jam on, this to is walk awesome. down Were people to. dancing as you were coming down the aisle? Um, I don't, I honestly probably, I'm mostly clapping, you know. Yeah. yeah. Now, was anybody, <laughs> was there any grandmother rolling her eyes or anybody like that that was like, oh, this is inappropriate? No, my grandparents are all cool. So. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I love that. Awesome. All right, so Mika's got Heavy D coming down the aisle. I like it. All right, cool. So that one coming down the aisle with Mika. She's got Heavy D. Oh, wow. This is a deep cut. Hi, Sarah. Good morning. Good morning. Okay. This might be the most unique song I've ever heard someone come down the aisle to at a wedding. Sarah, what song did you come down the aisle to? It was Dearly Beloved from the Kingdom Hearts video game series. Okay. Dearly Beloved from the Kingdom Hearts series video game, which is sort of like a Final Fantasy meets Disney video game. Okay. Where, like, you go through all the different Disney worlds, so to speak, and interact with all the different characters. Now, are you and your partner gamers? No. My brother actually learned to play the game, that music, on the piano, and he kind of... Set it up, slowed it down, and made it for me to walk down the aisle to. That's oh, awesome. What it a is, cool memory. It's very pretty. Like, it's yeah. not a, you know, when you your brain thinks yeah, video game song. Yeah, no. No, this is great. Okay, so we got Kingdom Hearts on the board. Nobody saw that one coming. Hey, Michelle, good morning. How are you today? Hi, good morning. Michelle, you came down the aisle. You didn't use this traditional wedding march song. What song did you come down the aisle to? I came down to God Only Knows by the Beach Boys. Okay. That's a great one. Why does this song make everybody cry? Right? Oh, immediately. (laughs) Heartfelt. That's the point. Yes, that's what I mean. Great choice. Oh, Oh, stop. (laughs) Chris. Is is the bar open yet? Wow. God only knows. Beautiful. Oh, wow. Wow. The whole uh, place is a slobbery mess. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. God only knows what I'd be This is actually the ringtone when Whip calls me. I know. And I yeah. mean every word, too. And it's weird because he calls me when, he, when I'm with him a lot, just to hear it. <laughs> it's, kind of like. it's hard to say. <laughs> right. I like you to express it. it. Yeah, it's just hard to say. How else you get it out? Yeah. Hi, Melissa. Good morning. How are you today? Hey, how are you? We're great. Now, what song did you walk down the aisle to? 
I walked down to Young and Beautiful by Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey. Now, did you happen to see her at Lollapalooza when she was here? No, I did not, unfortunately. Fiddlesticks. Okay, so Lana Del Rey's Young and Beautiful from Melissa, which I feel like is a song not many people would know there. You know what I mean? Right. So it's got a nice vibe to it. And that's why it's unique to them. Yeah. Hey, Trisha, good morning. Good morning. Trisha, what song did you walk down the aisle to? I walked down to a beautiful, classicalized version of Philip Phillips' Home. Oh, oh that's pretty. Because yeah. you felt like your heart was finally yeah. at home. <laughs> pretty much. Oh, that's, that's awesome. So it was an instrumental version. Because wherever that person is, Trisha, you're at home. <laughs> Trisha, who did you go home with? Yeah, who'd you go home with? <laughs> Ryan. Oh. Drop it. Pure emotion, he's never fake. Yeah. Guilty pleasure, like stepping on a rake. Oh. He might even make your head shake. Here we go with hot take. Ahem. All right, so you may or may not know, I'm a coach of a 10-year-old baseball team. The other day, I'm headed over to the field with my wagon full of balls, nets, bats, etc. Between the car and the field, there's a sidewalk onto which I dropped my Costco brand bottle of water. Cheap little plastic bottle like this. It splatters all over the ground, spills my water all over the place, meaning that I'm just getting there and I'm going to have to go thirsty for the following two plus hours in the hot sun. Well, it was either that or steal some water from the fancy, heavy, expensive titanium water bottle that my kid and all the other kids bring with them everywhere they go these days. School, the playground, all the other places where on a given day you might see 10 or 20 of them, slight exaggeration for effect, left behind because they brought them there, but that does not mean that they're going to remember to bring them home. Mm -mm. Anyway, so these are my choices. Either die of thirst or steal water from a child. But why? (laughs) Why am I faced with this dilemma? Well, because at this particular park, and like just about all, in my observation, the outdoor parks that I've attended over the past couple of years, and believe me, there have been many, there is not a public water fountain in sight. And my question is, why? When I was a kid, the water fountain was as much a given as the slides, the swings, the ball fields, the basketball courts, and the jungle gym, which I don't think exists anymore either. But, you know, let's change that to the zip line or something. You get the point. It's that forcing everyone to walk around with their own water or, oops, too bad, you're going to be all dry and thirsty. That seems a little cruel and inhumane. But when and why did they take them all away in the first place? Frankly, if I think back to the water fountains of the parks of my youth, that was some of the best tasting water I've ever had in my life. It would hit the spot so much. You would stand there and you'd hog the thing for so long, the other yes. kids would get mad and line up behind you because they loved it too. Sure, it might have been because our throats were as dry as super coarse grade sandpaper, but we loved it. And don't even get me started on how good hose water tasted, okay? So did they get rid of them because they're full of lead or un? sanitary or something i say who cares kids aren't sanitary in the first damn place you can take away their water fountains they're over on the bench they're gonna wipe their boogers all over each other and drink out of each other's bottles with reckless abandon anyway so the germs are being passed whether you like it or not and in terms of what's in the water coming out of a fountain i say slap a brita filter on those bad boys and let them go to town i fear my friends that it's actually a little more sinister than all that my fear although i cannot prove it or nor do I have one bit of evidence for it, is that the removal of the outdoor water fountains of America is a result of a high-level conspiracy between Big H2O, who forced us to buy our smart waters and our Aquafinas and our Dasanis and our Poland Springs, which, by the way, are not made in Poland, and (laughs) Big Metal, 
which produces those indestructible bottles that cost 35 bucks and are constantly getting lost, stolen, and left behind. <laughs> Three of which are in my trunk right now from two years ago. I never figured out whose they were. Come on. Uh, forcing us all to buy more. Get big H2O and big metal to give little kickbacks to your local park district and get rid of your water fountains. And I have myself a nice little conspiracy theory there, even if you might think it's all wet. Come on! Let's get a drink! Interesting, interesting. Yeah, maybe they're around, but I swear I don't see them that often. Yeah. Almost ever. Inside, yes. Sure. You got where you can fill up the bottle. Yeah. They tell you how many you've saved, etc. Yeah. But outside, they're they're a dying breed. Mm-hmm. I will tell you, and I, I, we've got them. Yeah. But there's an issue with the one at our park we go to very often. It's near the uh, sandbox. Okay. And kids are regularly rinsing their hands of oh, sand in the water fountain. Maybe that's the problem. To the point that we were there once, and the uh, Chicago Streets and Sand folks pulled like 18 metric feet of sand oh, out of the oh, pipe. It was gross. Lord, maybe that's the issue. But they are few and far between in general. A very interesting thing. I think you're onto something with big water there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> one park by us has and one doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, I always feel kind of silly when I take the dog for a walk on a really hot day and I got to bring a water bottle. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I'm kind of like, this is, you know, Beep is drinking like the finest right. uh, pure water. That's yeah. right. Of everything in your hot take today, which was spot on, but the carrying of the water bottle. Mm. We never had those. I mean, no. I remember having the little Gatorade squeezer, but it was because it fit on your bike. Yeah. Remember yeah. the bike thing? Right. And I would fill it with Gatorade and then forget about it for six weeks, and then you'd go to open it. It was disgusting. Yeah. In even the slightest bit of seriousness, like, they all have those no problem. They yeah. fill them. They're big, but they can run out. Like right. So sometimes if it's hot out there, whatever, they take some water, they will actually run out of water. Then you're like... Well, I guess you just got to suffer till the right. end. I don't have another option for you. So our daughter just started pre-K. Uh, she's four years old. And on the back to school list was a water bottle. Right. And so my wife, uh, I was very cute, went to a website where you can put a little emblem on the bottle. And it had her name on it. And then it was a mermaid unicorn on it. Yep. All excitement. Lasted a day. I haven't yeah. seen it since day one. Totally. The lost and founds at schools yes. are just like overflowing with right. Those and then yeah. we email the you know I'm like is this do I email the teacher to say have you seen the water bottle that seems like a waste of that teacher's time like ah, it's in the school somewhere yeah but it's all in there yeah then you get it back do you really want it is that really <laughs> right so many are similar right. it's not even that people are taking it on purpose they're probably just taking one that looks like theirs yeah uh, testing one two one two sound check sound check this is Nikki's sound check on the morning mix so it's fine. You said like, oh, it's going to be so different than Metallica. Here's Taylor Swift. Actually, that's who we're talking about, Taylor Swift and Metallica. Now, here's what it is. So Ed Sheeran, you know, he here played in Soldier Field, and he sold more tickets than Taylor because of the way the space yes. was, right? So he yeah. beat her attendance record. Okay. Also did it in Seattle. Well, Metallica just beat Taylor's attendance record in L.A. So Really? Same thing, 78,000 fans. And the whole way that happens is what you mentioned earlier. It's a snake pit. So snake it's like pit. this area kind of around the stage. Yeah. It opens up a lot of ground space like yeah. right down there. And what's funny, totally, totally side note. So there's a, someone I'm friends with on Facebook. Like loose friends. I haven't seen him in a long time. Whatever. I, I, no, no. Oh. But he, I know he's like a big Metallica fan. He goes yeah. to all the shows. And he was in the snake pit. So I'm looking through wow. his pictures. And I'm like, is that Jason Momoa? Like rocking down there super sweaty. And it was, in fact, Jason Momoa. What? So not only was it uh, attendance record broken by Metallica, wow. but yeah, like Momoa, and because he went on to kind of yeah. retweet and repost that oh, he uh, that he was down there like having the time of his life in the snake pit. So Unreal. I just yesterday, Metallica posted a video on Instagram 
somebody on their team or whatever. Yeah. They walk around the upper bowl with passes to the snake pit. Uh-huh. And so they walk up to the fans that are up there. But the premise of the video is the person with the camera just walks with their hand out holding these green wristbands. Which is great. And they just quietly walk by people and they wait for someone to stop them and grab them. And then the video is all about how excited people get. So they're kind of doing the Elton John or the Billy Joel thing. Billy of, Joel, yep. We're going to go to the back row and bring you up yeah. to the front. And all of these people, and it's L.A., they were all like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. We're going to the snake pit. Yeah, rock on. It was okay. crazy. And I would be like, oh, I'm scared. You can keep them. Right. <laughs> I, yeah, definitely. Got, takes a certain kind yeah. of person. I got the tickets up here so I could get snacks. And, right. You know, I'm a little right. nervous. Mamola worked down there. I'm right. just going to say. That's he, good. He was yeah. fine. He was fine in the snake pit. One of the guys that took the snake pit tickets, though, he had on uh, flip-flops. And oh. I was like, no. Uh, you ain't ready. That's not going to fare well. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, very cool. Another record uh, beaten by Taylor with attendance there by Metallica in L.A. And then Miley Cyrus, she's been, uh, you know, tripling down, doubling down uh, multiple statements now about why she doesn't want to tour, right? So to paraphrase, it's basically like she doesn't like going from zero to 60 every mm. single day, which mm, okay. completely makes sense. Totally. You know, you want to give it your all, 90 yeah. minutes of a show, and you're like, you know, ramping yourself up. You give all that 90 minutes, and you come down. And she was saying, like, she really has a hard time coming down down from all of yeah, it. That's yeah. one of the hardest parts of all of this. So yeah. she doesn't want to tour, but to me, all I'm reading between the lines here, Super Bowl halftime. Super Bowl. I'm just oh saying, I God. really feel like we're setting this up. I don't, I mean, I, I believe everything she's saying, totally, totally, totally. She doesn't like touring. Yeah. She did it. She's been there. Yeah. It is hard it, to go back and forth, but I really feel like this is setting up a possible stage mm. where you can't see her on tour, but you could see her on the halftime show. I love that. That would be great. She was phenomenal at Lollapalooza a few years ago. I was blown away. I kind of went in with no expectation and I was really, really blown away. She's great. And like we said, she just has such a, you know, she can bring her dad. She got Billy Ray and then you got Dolly Parton, her like godmother. So it could be a whole family thing that's all kind of genres, you know? She can do anything. When you hop off a plane with a dream and a cardigan, forget about it. (laughs) There you go. Totally true. And speaking of NFL, so Monday Night Football, a lot of times they team up with different artists and they do kind of it's like they're the, the DJs. They're the, the, the musical coordinators for it. This year, they yeah. are teaming up with Timbaland and Justin Timberlake. Okay. Hey so that has just been announced, and it just so happens they have a new song. And Timbaland's mm. been posting, like, little droplets kind of of it. Droplets. 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 Yeah. Droplets. <laughs> droplets. Droplets. So, yeah. It is, a little sneak peek on that. They say music and football go hand in hand, and they're the perfect collaboration to work on this. In the past, they've had Diplo, uh, DJ Khaled, Drake, Marshmallow. So this year, expect uh, lots of stuff from Timberland and Timberlake, and yeah. then new song this Friday from Timberland Timberlake Furtado. Is it like T T F T Timberland yeah. Furtado Timberlake? Uh, well, if you go with Nelly, <laughs> then you could have T N T Timberlake they Nelly. There and, we go. Should. There yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. The morning mix flash briefing with Chris. To begin today, we look toward late night because did you know the late night hosts are joining forces? This is awesome. Isn't this cool? Yes. Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Fallon, and Jimmy Kimmel are joining together to create a strike-focused podcast. So the three of them, including Seth Meyers and John Oliver, are joining forces for a new limited podcast called The Strike Force 5. Spotify announced this yesterday. The podcast will share once private conversations between these late night hosts who all began meeting weekly in May when the WGA Writers Guild of America strike began to discuss the complexities behind the ongoing Hollywood strikes. 
So this will be sort of uh, introspective and fun at the same time. Well, and the coolest part about, you know, it's a podcast, blah, blah, blah. We hear all about it. But this, the money, they're raising money to go pay for those writers who aren't getting paid right That's now. exactly right. Yeah. The proceeds generated by the podcast will go to the out-of-work staff on their shows. So Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Meyers, and John Oliver all together on the Strike Force 5. And that will be coming to you soon. Available there on Spotify, so keep your eyes out for that. I wonder if radio people and could ever do uh, that. Yeah, Probably I don't not. know. Hmm. <laughs> hey, all right, we're the Strike Force uh, Three. <laughs> Here we are. Sounds like it exists already. It might actually. Yeah. Now, before we get into this next story, I would like to set the scene for you because we are going to spend a little bit of time here on the other side of the pond. Mm. Mm. Big pond. Dolly Parton. That's right. As we continue our flash briefing, Dolly Parton was invited to have tea with the Princess of Wales, Kate Middleton, during a recent trip to London. So Kate Middleton and Dolly Parton were supposed to have tea. And unfortunately, y'all had to decline that invitation. Why? Well, I felt so bad I couldn't even go. My team had all this stuff set up. And also, she wasn't going to let me promote my new rock album. Oh. So Dolly Parton declined having Uh tea with Kate Middleton. Wow. So we have that going for us. And to keep our eyes, our last story here in your Morning Mix Flash Briefing, toward the crown, Suits creators, the people who created that show Suits, oh, which yeah, is now Suits. blown up on uh, on Netflix. Sure. It was once on USA Network and did fine, and it's a few years old. Meghan Markle got her start on that yeah. show. They say there was an episode with Meghan Markle where they had written a line, and she was supposed to say the word poppycock. And unfortunately, the royal family put the kibosh on the poppycock. Mm-hmm. Meghan Markle was not allowed as a character on the show to use the word poppycock because the crown said, no, we don't want her to say poppycock on the show. That's when it started to fall apart. And that's right it. there, man. That's the beginning. They didn't want to put the word poppycock in her mouth. I presume Stop because it. they didn't want well, people. This is a direct quote. Well, that should just be the punchline of the story. So we had to change it to BS. They were fine putting BS in her mouth, but not the poppycock. Oh, my God. That's the quote. And that, my friends, is your morning mix flash briefing. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All right. Thank you for joining us for the Morning Mix podcast. Make sure you rate, review, like, and follow this podcast. You can also follow us on social at 1019 Mix Chicago. And we will see you tomorrow on the Morning Mix.